Hey, what is up guys? This is your boy Dark Neo. Welcome to episode 8 of Fan Geeks for All podcast with your boy Dark Neo. Thank you for joining me today on this Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Hope everybody is enjoying your weekday. Hope you're not working too hard and getting and enjoying the things that life has to offer you. Um, I'm so proud of you know, this show. I'm this as I said in my last podcast. This is the happiest time when I get to do this show and get to talk to you guys because this is the kind of format I love. I can talk till the cows come home. So especially if it's stuff that I like and you like, I can just go on and on and on and on. <laughs> but um, I want to thank you guys that have been joining this podcast and listening. Um, if whether you're listening on Spotify. Or you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Um, thank you for returning and 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 keep on coming back to listen to this podcast. And for those new listeners out there, hello, welcome, Benvenu, come on in, <laughs> welcome guys, um, welcome to Fan Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neo. Um, so glad you guys can join me. And as always, you know, f- for current listeners and new listeners make sure you check out my youtube channel dark neo also under dark one entertainment a lot of original videos that i create myself are put on there. mom's shows that i've created are also on there as well so make sure you subscribe to that because i need all the subscribers i can so make sure you see it tell your friends tell your family tell everybody about it i want the message to spread and those numbers to grow and also make sure to check out my website, darkneofangeeks.com. Cool merchandise that I create myself on there. Fan geek news that only you guys and fan geeks like me would appreciate. From movie trailers to who's in the know to tech toys. Everything you want to know, it's all on there. And make sure you sign up for um, membership on there because I do giveaways as well. So make sure you sign up for um, one of the memberships on there. There's three different ones. The most inexpensive one would be $10 a month. So not a lot of money, but a whole lot of fun for you. So make sure you check that out. All right, guys, we're going to jump into these Fang Geeks Hot Topics of the day. There's a lot to talk about. And on my on my last podcast, which was episode seven, um, it was... It was weird because I had to, that was the first episode that I had to, you know, release sad news. Um, for those who remember, um, I mentioned that actor Ray Stevenson had passed away. Um, you know, he's, for my MCU fans, he was in like the Thor movies. Um, so you would remember him, character actor, recently passed away. So you can listen to that podcast, episode seven. Seven, you'll hear more about. It. I don't want to dwell into it, but it was the first um, episode where I had to um, basically mention some sad news. So that was it was hard, but I got through it. So now it's it's just weird or ironic that I have to do the same thing again for this episode, starting with our fan geeks hot topics. Um, so first up, I have to acknowledge the recent passing. Of the most iconic female entertainer in music history. Legendary singer Tina Turner sadly passed away yesterday morning, May 24th, at the age of 83 in her home in Switzerland, where she's lived for the past 29 years. The Queen of Rock and Roll had 10 years of health issues, 
stemming from cancer, strokes, and kidney failure. Tina's career dates all the way back to 1957 when she became a member of her ex-husband Ike Turner's band Kings of Rhythm, where she, she was known as Little Anne, taken from her birth name Anna Mae Bullock. In 1960, she was given the name Tina Turner, and the duo of Ike and Tina Turner became one of the most formidable live acts in music history, with hit songs like It's Gonna Work Out Fine, Proud Mary, and Nutbush City Limits. But it wasn't until 1984 when Tina had one of the biggest comebacks in her music career, with the, re- with the release of her multi-platinum album Private Dancer, Tina, at the age of 44, would garner true stardom as a solo artist with her most iconic hit song, What's Love Got to Do With It, which won a Grammy Award for Record of the Year. Then in 1985, she would appear in the film Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome with Mel Gibson and release the film's powerful and memorable theme song, We Don't Need Another Hero. Her 1988 Break Every Rule World Tour put her in the Guinness World Record for the largest paying audience for a solo performer. And after a 52-year successful career, Tina retired in 2009 after finishing her 50-year anniversary tour and left us all the greatest catalog of songs that we will never forget. I mean, let me tell you guys, for, for my younger audience who are not familiar with Tina Turner, th- this woman was it. She, I mean, for, for, the, for, for anyone who's, any, for anyone who's listening to this who are like, probably like 18 years old or whatever, for, you know, for those listeners, 18, 19 or whatever, and you're not familiar with Tina's music, I, I guarantee you, you have heard Tina's music because her songs are so iconic that they've been used in commercials. I recently, you know, with Mother's Day just passing, I had posted on my Facebook page a shout out to all the mothers because every every female I know on my Facebook is a mother. <laughs> so, and, and there's no way I'm going to individually go to each one. Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Happy Mother's Day. I was like, no. So I just did one just solid Mother's Day greeting to all the mothers. And what I did was I posted Tina Turner's music video for her song, Simply the Best, as to say, you know, to all the mothers, you guys are simply the best. How ironic is that, of course, I didn't know at the time, because this was Mother's Day I posted this, that days later, you know, yesterday morning, this iconic legend would pass away, sadly pass away. Um, after struggling, you know, struggling with health illnesses for a good portion of her life. And, um, but as I said, she left us a body of work that we will never forget. Um, as I said, she was in the movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. If any of you are Mad Max fans or you've never seen it, own that movie, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, because Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome was, of course, the sequel to Mad Max. Now, I know a lot of you, some of you younger fans would know Mad Max as the reboot that came out a few years ago, but I'm talking about the original Mad Max with Mel Gibson. So Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome was actually the part two to his original film, Mad Max. 
and Tina Turner was in it playing um, playing a, a, a character and that was a big deal for her at the time because at, at that time she had only done one of her movie so this was actually her second film but it was her biggest you know motion picture to date and of course this her theme song we don't need it never hero is just so iconic i i remember the music video like and i haven't seen the music video for years but i remember it like it was yesterday because she was basically dressed as her character in thunderdome and it's just a powerful powerful song we don't need another hero um but and as i said her music is just legendary it's been this the song i was telling you that i use for greeting my all my mothers for mother's day simply the best that song alone has actually been used in car commercials like i i don't know i you know i'm i'm not gonna sit here and remember guess which car was used but it has been used in car commercials simply the best i mean it uh, it's just it's such a sad thing um to lose this woman but you know i was talking with my own mother about it because my mother loved tina and um with all the personal struggles this woman went through i mean her life she made her life better but her life didn't start off that way you know i mean when she was with her ex-husband ike turner he was extremely abusive to her and that set her off on a mental downside that you know no woman should go through no person should go through but she went through it and and you know through it she i mean she went through a abusive relationship she's um had two of her children pass away and then and then of course to be hit with illness and cancer and strokes it's like does this woman ever get a break but through it all through it all she still persevered she still kicked ass as an entertainer i mean there was no one at her age range that could perform like her like we yeah everybody may say we got beyonce and beyonce is a hell of a performer do not get me wrong i've seen beyonce live she puts on one spectacle of a show but i cannot put beyonce and tina turner in the same light because tina was in a uh uh status all by herself no one could touch her no female musician or entertainer could touch her i mean that woman could move and then she was always known for her legs that let me tell you something tina had some gams on her (laughs) oh my god she had the sexiest legs for an older woman that i have ever seen and she can move with them she will put on her high heels and dance up a storm and when you see her concerts i mean she she doesn't just stand on stage at a mic and just perform no she moves around so much she's up in the rafters like hanging over the crowd she i mean you have to find somewhere on youtube there's got to be a whole tour of tina's that you can look back from especially from the 80s from the 1985 era or whatever you have to watch this woman perform because it'll blow your freaking mind that someone over at that time over the age of 40 could move like that the way she did and be so pumped and energetic so yeah she's she's really gonna be missed it was sad to hear that 
and um, my prayers go out to her to um, her husband and her children. You know, um, wow, what just just mind blowing! What an iconic legend, and the only thing I can say now is she is truly in peace and suffering no more. That's that's the takeaway that I can I can say and feel good about that that woman can finally be at peace and let me tell you something they are partying up in heaven right now <laughs> that's 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 how I have to make light of this whole situation that heaven got themselves not only one beautiful angel but they got the queen of rock and roll up there now so there's a jam session going on up there today so Rest in peace, Tina. I love you. We all love you. And you will definitely, definitely be missed. All right. So now let's go on to the next topic. And this one is this one is a good one for me because I have been waiting for this one for a good minute now. Okay, so the PlayStation Backbone 1 controller is finally out for Android phone users. Yay! Finally. For those not familiar with it, the Backbone is an attachable game controller for smartphones with the controller placed on each side of the phone in landscape mode, similar to the Nintendo Switch. And along with downloading the PS Remote Play app on your phone, you can basically play your PS5 games anywhere you go now. So until this point, until now, and I don't know when the official release date was, but before this was released for Android, Backbone only made these controllers for iPhone users. But now, after many angry Android owners voiced their frustration over the matter, and I definitely was one of them, I still have the Twitter message that I sent them, <laughs> they are officially available, they retail for $100, and you can get them at Best Buy or through Backbone's website. And these controllers are really cool. Um... I first saw them, you know, at Best Buy, you know, and, and I originally, I, I was like, okay, this is cool. Cause I have the, I, you know, I have the PS5 and I also have the PS remote play app on my phone. And it's kind of, even though you can have the app on your phone, just playing on your phone is a little difficult. You can access menus just like how you do on your PS5. So you'll see it exactly the same way, but you know, playing a game on there is a little difficult. So I'm, you know, I was so glad that I saw a backbone controller for it, but I'm glad I didn't spend my hundred dollars because I didn't realize that they, those backbone controllers were only for iPhones. They didn't have it for Android. And I was pissed. I'm like, oh, come on. How are you going to leave Android out? You know, why you start with iPhone first? You know, you know, I mean, that was, I, so yeah, I, that's, uh, I was one of those angry, you know, fat, you know, PlayStation fans that wrote them a letter <laughs> well i didn't write them a letter but i i sent them a tweet saying how can you guys leave out android users you know we should be the first ones you to picked or at least do it simultaneously release both iphone and android simultaneously so i don't know what took them so long but at least it's finally out and you can get them in white or black those are the only two colors that they have and it's cool because it it's it's basically, I've seen the backbone. It's it's actually like um, a retractable 
um, base that you, you put in. You have a controller on the left side, controller on the right side, and you have a retractable base that you put your phone in because everybody has different size phones. So basically, you would um, cradle your phone in and it would it would plug into like your where you plug in your phone charger for the phone and it connects that way. And then as long as you have the um, the PlayStation remote app, then you could play X. They have a, they did one for Xbox as well, but that was that one. Um, I don't know if they released an Android one for Xbox one players. I know they did for iPhone, but um, it mainly because Xbox has their own version, like how PlayStation has the, the the PS Remote Play, Xbox has their whatever Remote Play, whatever they call it. Um, I'm not an Xbox guy, so I wouldn't know the name. <laughs> but I'm just so glad they finally released this. I can't wait to get mine because now, no matter where I go, no matter where I travel, if I'm on the road or whatever, or doing any, you know, promotional tours or whatever, now, no matter where I go or where I, hotel I stay, you know, I, I don't have to miss playing my games because now I can get that and play my, my PS5 anywhere I go, you know, because that's, because all you really, basically, once you set it up, I think there's just a, like, a code or something that your PS5 recognizes, but once you have the PlayStation remote play app that's when you set that up it's set and you're ready to go so no matter where you go you can play and it's you know it's not it thank god it's not like one of those things where you have to be within a certain distance of your playstation no because trust me i you know you can be you should be able to play anywhere because i know i can be anywhere just on my phone itself and open the ps remote play app now and boom there it is you know because i've done that so um so i this is that'll be that'll be cool to see and i just thank you backbone for finally listening to fans responses and making it for android that's that's what we've been waiting for you know screw iphone no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm sorry i i like to dig i like to poke and dig at iPhone uses a lot because I'm just not an iPhone guy. I've said that in a past podcast, and I never will be. I'm Android a thousand percent. So that you know. So again, thank you, Backbone, for doing that. I'm and I will definitely be be getting mine. <laughs> All right. So last on the list for um the Fan Geeks Hot Topics, this one made me laugh. I. <laughs> This is so stupid, <laughs> but it I I I get it. Okay, so a Japanese store has banned adults from buying Pokemon cards. <laughs> this is so funny, but it's absolutely true. A well-known trading card store in Akihabara, Japan, went through a supply shortage of the latest pack of Pokemon cards due to the fact that the scalpers, who are all, of course, adults, bought out a large percentage of the famous gaming collectible cards. So now, the store um, has designated a, has a designated section for kids only. <laughs> and IDs will be checked, and all adults will be prohibited to purchase them. 
So, and like the line from Superman, it is forbidden for you to. <laughs> this is just so wild. Yeah, all right. I'm laughing because, first of all, I, now I'm I don't collect those Pokemon cards, but I have a lot of friends that are diehard fan geeks of the Pokemon cards. I mean, I played. You know, my last you know, connection with Pokemon was playing Pokemon Go on my phone. And that lasted for a while, but then after a while I couldn't keep up with it, so I stopped playing. But Pokemon has been around for years and it's it's garnered millions of fans. So same thing with the these card these Pokemon cards, gaming cards or whatever. It it's a big attraction. It's a hot sell. And I have seen personally, I've gone to stores, Walmart, uh, Best Buy, whatever, and I've stood online, I've seen grown men, and women, not just men, This, I mean, I think the demographic is mostly men, but there's a lot of females out there that are fan geeks of the Pokemon cards as well, so, but I've seen these adults go and to the counter and have stacks in their hand of these cards, and these cards retail for like, what is it, like, Five bucks, I think a pack is. And I don't know how many come in a pack. I think it's like 10 cards come in a pack. And then sometimes you have those um, kind of ultra pack cards that come in a whole big um, long pack, plastic pack or whatever. And then I, I think they even have, I've seen the, the boxes, like the tin boxes that would have, I don't know how many cards are in there. Because as I said, I'm not a collector of the cards. But it's just amazing how many adults I've seen get them so for japan doing this i i would love to be a japanese fly on the wall at that store to see how this is gonna work because you know you have us you're gonna have a designated section for kids only to get this i i don't know how to do it i got i would love to find pictures of this online to see how they have this set up because what do you have like a private room just for kids to get them and adults not allowed what do you have a big japanese bodyguard there at the door checking ids because they said that's what they said they said they're going to be checking ids so i'm trying to figure out all right how does this work for the parents of the kids at this particular japanese store if they're the ones that are buying the packs for their kids how does the store regulate that it's i mean what the parents have to stay outside, give their kids some yen, and 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 just say, "All right, go buy what you want," and then <laughs> like, and this is and mind you, this store in in Japan, it's not like you'd say a Best Buy or whatever where it has various stuff. This is strictly a trading card store in Japan. That is all they do. You know, like I said, I haven't looked at I and. I know the name of the store, but I actually can't pronounce it. So that's why I'm, I'm not even going to try to attempt mention and embarrass myself here. <laughs> but I would love to go online and just find pictures of how this is set up. Because I don't know if the parents are the ones buying it for the kids. How do the stores regulate? Are you sure this was for your kid? Let me see. You know, I mean, because, you know, the, some of the, the youngest age range of kids that buy these cards are like 10 years old you know that's the i think that's the youngest i don't know if it goes any younger than 10 but for as far as kids they can range from 10 to 16 you know 
but as I, you know, now the the when they say they're banning adults, see, I don't know how Japan works, but I know in this country, in the United States, when you're 18, you are legally an adult. Basically, I mean, before they used to say like 17, maybe or something like that, but I, th- but over the decades, I think it's once you're officially 18, you are considered an an adult. You know, you don't have to be 20 or I mean, I know you still have to be 21 to drink, but at the age of 18, they literally you're in the country's eyes, you're an adult. So I don't know how Japan's system works on that. And, you know, if 18, if over there, 18 is considered adult, I don't know how they do it, but I, if I ever go, if I ever am privileged enough to go and tour Japan, I would love to find this store. I just want to go in there and see how it's set up. And I guarantee you, if that day ever comes, look, I promise you guys, I, you can, I will, I will record it live or I will just record it and you will see it on my YouTube page or on my website, darknailfangeeks.com. I will record that moment because I would, I have to now hearing this, it made me laugh so much that I actually want to go to Japan and see the store <laughs> and see how it's set up. And as I said, I'm not a Pokemon card collector. I can't get into it. Uh, my card collecting days ended back in probably the 90s. Because I still have every single card. I Because I was, as a kid growing up in my eight era, I was, it was baseball cards. It was movie cards, like Star Wars cards, especially. I have like, I Star Wars cards, I have every collection that was released and every card. I, you know, that, because I'm a major Star Wars head, as you guys know. So I still have all those cards that I have, and I have them in a, I have them each individually in big Ziploc freezer bags and each bag is in this big Star Wars tin that I have. So that's how I preserve them. I don't I don't put them all in a book like most people and stuff like that because not all my cards, I mean most of my cards are in pristine condition, but there's some that are not. So, you know, I'm not looking to try to find the value of them whatever. I just collect them cuz I wanted them. And that's it. I, and I still have them to this day. Cards that I've even like the oldest, some old baseball cards that I've had that go back to the early to the late seventies. I have all that. So, but as I said, by the time the nineties I think rolled around, that's when my card collecting phase ended, and I was content with what I had. But um, yeah, I just <laughs> I'm still cracking up over that that they're banning adults and they're checking ids <laughs> that's just so funny to me but that is absolutely true that's it's it it's it only the truth is funny <laughs> that's all i can say only the truth is funny but um that's it guys that's 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 all the fan geeks hot topics that i have for today um once again i thank you for joining me on this episode episode eight of Fan Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neo. Um, once again, as I said, if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I thank you for joining me. Whether you're a old listener, new listener, I thank you all just the same. And once again, make sure you check out my YouTube channel, Dark Neo, or under Dark One Entertainment. 
check out all the stuff. Make sure you subscribe to that because I need all the subscribers I can can get my hands on. And make sure you go to my official website, darkneofangeeks.com, where you can become a member, join giveaways, get some merchandise, and get a lot of cool fan geek news that only we love. All right? So that's it, guys. Enjoy the remainder of your Thursday. I will catch you next time around. So make sure you save this show. Wherever you, as I said, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, make sure you you follow the show. You know, add it to your list. And um, let's keep the party going, guys. And remember, take a little time to become a fan geek for all. One love, guys. I'm out of here. Have a great day. I will catch you next time. Mwah. Bye-bye.